As an award-winning commercial photographer, Hub Wilson has been celebrating and preserving the life, landscape, and memories of the Lehigh Valley for over 50 years. His photography ranges from architecture to portraiture, from fashion to the performing arts. But after so many years holding a camera, he now holds a paintbrush as well. A few years ago, he decided to explore painting, and what started as a hobby soon became a way to spend free time happily painting on plein air in the warm months while experimenting with various styles in the winter. Completely self-taught and drawn to tonalism and to impressionism, he loves creating atmospheric moods with fog and backlighting and capturing the beauty of our parks, barns, and rolling fields on canvas. And now, the brush and the camera come together for Preserving the Lehigh Valley in Art, Paintings and Photography by Hub Wilson, the new one-man show running January 8th through February 13th at the Bethlehem Town Hall Rotunda Gallery. Presented by the Bethlehem Fine Arts Commission, the exhibition explores, documents, and artistically preserves the Lehigh Valley's parks, historic structures, and surrounding farmland. This is WDIY 88.1 Lehigh Valley Public Radio, and you are tuned in to Lehigh Valley Art Salon. I remain Kate Scuffle, your host, and this evening I'm talking with Hub Wilson, renowned Valley photographer and painter, about his work and his fascinating new show. Welcome and congratulations, Hub. Thank you. This is very exciting. It's my first real one-man show, so... Really? Looking forward to it, yeah. And it's a combo of both the painting and photography work? Yeah, it's largely painting, and, and they wanted some photography. And I also have pieces that are a combination of both, okay. which I call paintographs. Hmm. And that's really what started me painting in the first place. I was been shooting ballet. I just had my 40th year with the Ballet Guild, shooting all their productions. I've probably shot 100 Nutcrackers since 84, <laughs> Uh, I also shoot the Repertory Dance Theater, Nutcracker, and there was a couple others mixed in there over the years. But um, I was doing these photographs. A lot of them were ballerinas, like very classical ballet portraits in my studio, and I wanted them to look more painterly. So I would create just sort of a nebulous painted background, and then I would photograph the background and the person and digitally put them into one piece to create a uh-huh. what looked like a finished painting, uh-huh. and then I'd print them on canvas so it finished the, the look. So that's how I started painting, just sort of random backgrounds. And then I just I said, well, let's do some paintings that are standalone paintings with subject matter in them. That was all painting. So as of now, I've, I've done about 9,000 hours of painting wow. in 10 years and over 1,300 paintings. So the paintings themselves then, aside from the start with the backdrops for the portraits, so you got drawn to creating a, a painting on its own. What's, what drew you to do that? What was satisfying to you that was different than photography or connected to it? Well, I live near Lehigh, Lehigh Parkway, and that, that's sort of my home base of where I go after driving around for two hours looking for something to paint, plain air. Uh, I usually end up not by Bogart's Bridge there, which is right near my house. And I've painted the bridge probably 10 or 12 times, Mm -hmm. but I also just paint what's in my head, even though I'm outside. I get to be outside Mm. for three, four hours a day. So I'll go do shoots all day and go out around five and shoot until sunset or paint till sunset. Either what I'm looking at or I'll just make up stuff. 
and use the things around me as references, mm-hmm. trees and mm-hmm. clouds or whatever. Um, and right in that area, there's the hunter's cabin, which is an ancient old cabin. There's the spring house across the creek from the bridge. So I painted all of those several times. I painted in Trexler Park a lot, mm-hmm. Game Preserve. Okay. Um, that was my other favorite place was to paint along the Jordan River in the Game Preserve. Again, either I'm painting what's there or I'm just being outside painting. And that gives me a chance to interact with a few people, passers-by, hikers, whatever. So I like being interrupted occasionally to talk. <laughs> lets the paint dry a little bit. Um, and I paint exclusively in acrylics because I work pretty fast. Most of my paintings are three or four hours. Okay. And I like to work on top of colors on color, wet on wet. So... Um, I don't sit around for four or five days for oil to dry so I can do another layer. Uh, I just don't have that patience. Mm-hmm. So I like to create a finished painting in one setting. That's interesting. And do you think, because there was a fascinating video um, I saw on YouTube, actually, of you out in the park in the process of painting. That was the spring house, spring house in, yes. park, in the Lehigh Parkway. Yeah. And chatting about what you were doing and yeah. how you were doing the layers and the colors. It strikes me that that sense of wanting to complete it in one sitting and kind of get the moment. You were talking a lot of that about how the light changes the whole, like yeah. if the sun comes out, it's a whole different painting. It's a whole right. different set of colors. Yeah. Um, that sense of capturing something a little bit in the moment feels like photography in some ways to me. I mean, it's what feels different to you about the painting than... It's just very relaxing and therapeutic to be outside on a beautiful day and a lot of hot days, a couple cool days, windy days, but you're outside for three, four hours almost every day, almost seven days a week, just enjoying our beautiful park system. At one point, I was was told that Allentown had one of the best park systems in the country for its size or per capita or whatever. So, and I think that's probably still relatively true. Well, I noticed too in the paintings there's a lot of, and I'm sure we'll see this at the Rotunda, um, a lot of also our barns and farmsteads and architecture that isn't, not per se urban, but much more historical or uh, typical of our Pennsylvania landscape here, this little corner of PA. We have barns that are 250 years old and some, well, at least five of my paintings, that barn has, those barns have disappeared all just in the last 10 years. And they're gone forever. So yeah. that's part of what I'm trying to do is, is capture as many of those barns as I can. And the more beat up and more character they have, the more I like painting them. Mm-hmm. I like stone and I like stucco and, and rotting wood. And for me, that's just more interesting than a brand new building somewhere. Yeah. It's interesting how in your paintings, those those very textured buildings feel like they're just organic to the landscape rather than a smooth, yeah. slick, new well, structure. And when they're finally abandoned, it's it's just a few years till nature just sucks up that building. It mm. just takes over that building and becomes mm. part of the landscape. It, it just, once creatures can get inside the barn, the plant life will grow inside and around it, and, and eventually it will just collapse. But it's funny, there's a whole book about how cities that have been abandoned how the nature just takes over the city and within 10 or 20 years you don't know there's a city there it's mm-hmm. just it's eaten it up so it's pretty fascinating um, one funny story i was driving around out somewhere near Kutztown, looking for a barn to paint and i just pulled over to the side of the road to look at my gps and some woman in a station wagon pulled up next to me and rolled her window down and said are you okay and i said yeah i'm just looking for a barn to paint 
And she says, oh, follow me. My barn is a mess. It needs painting. <laughs> and I'm like, it's mm, not quite what I'm doing, but thank you anyway. So, Which is a question. Does anyone, do you, ha- I'm sure you have favorite buildings or favorite spots or places that mean something to you. Have you had people ask you to or, or respond to your work in that way? Say, ah, that spot, that's so special to me or that building. I know that building. Or, yeah, you know, I've, I've actually sold probably six or seven paintings right off the easel yeah. while I was painting. Huh. I did the uh, the Red Mill in Clinton, New Jersey on the river, which is apparently the most photographed mill in the, in the state. Mm. And somebody came up to me and said, is that for sale? And I said, yeah, I'm not finished with it, but it's for sale. And I always have extra paintings in my wagon with me that are finished or that I'm still working on. And he said, well, how much is that one? And I gave him a price. And he said, well, how much for all of these in the, in the wagon? Wow. And I gave him another price. And um, he said, I'll be back. So I, I kept on painting for another hour or so, figuring he'd never come back. <laughs> he came back an hour and a half later and just started peeling off $20 bills. He had a whole roll of $20 wow. bills. And he took all the paintings, even the one that was still wet. That's rare. But yeah. it has happened a few times. Now, it's interesting because it seems to me, again, with the theme of the show, preserving the Lehigh Valley in art, which really struck me. I thought, you know, again, to the layperson, we tend to think of preserving, preservationists, or museum. You take a picture, you preserved it, right? And a photo is interpretive, and a photo is all those things. And yet, you talk about being influenced by impressionism or the sense of what you're doing with the painting. When you paint a barn as opposed to photograph it, for instance, what do you feel like is preserved in a different way? I mean, I feel like what he may have been responding to is there's a sense of, of emotion or that sense of this thing being could disappear, that these things are disappearing. Well, yeah, it's that. And it's one thing to drive by a barn out in the country when you're driving around with your yeah. camera and you go, oh, that's cool. And I hop out of the car and take a picture. It's a whole different thing to sit there for four hours and stare at this thing yeah. and its surroundings and the creatures that live around it, and uh, you've kind of become a part of it. It gives you enough time to really absorb what you're looking at yeah. and, and understand the history that was in that building for 200 years or whatever. And, you know, everywhere west of 100, Route 100, there's just so many old barns and farms that have such a long history, and I'm working on a project coming up that's going to include some of that. I can't quite mm-hmm. talk about it yet, but... Um, you know, I just enjoy being outside, and it's very therapeutic. And it's delightful, though, that the rotunda, it's interesting because it's a different historical setting, downtown Bethlehem, mm. but it's kind of lovely that, that the Fine Arts Commission is supporting this idea with the show. We're going to be going to a break soon, unfortunately, but when we come back, I'd like to talk a little more about what, what led you to choose what's in the show, what, do you, what you want the show to feel like, and something we haven't talked about at all, which is your extensive music background, and how these things all kind of connect and influence each other. Yeah. But unfortunately, by the time our listeners hear this, the show will have had its opening reception. But it does run January 8th to February 13th. And that's at the Bethlehem Town Hall Rotunda Gallery at 10 East Church Street in Bethlehem. The hours for the gallery are Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And if you go to the gallery during the week, you have to go in through City Hall. Okay. And then there's a little walkway that goes into the rotunda. Oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah. You can't just go in the main Stroll in. Yeah. You are listening to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon right here on WDIY 88.1. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and I've been speaking with painter and photographer Hub Wilson about his work and his new one-man exhibit, Preserving the Lehigh Valley in Art, 
We'll be right back after this short break. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Welcome back to Lehigh Valley Arts Salon here on WDIY 88.1, Lehigh Valley Public Radio. I'm your host, Kate Scuffle, and tonight I'm talking with painter and photographer Hob Wilson, whose new solo show, Preserving the Lehigh Valley in Art, is hanging at the Bethlehem Town Hall Rotunda. Thank you, Hub, and congratulations again. Thank you. Um, we were talking a little bit before the break about things like the connections or the contrast with painting, photography, the, the sense of what it is to sit with a, a painting or a barn for four hours and really get to know it. How has that influenced curating or choosing what is included in the current show at the Rotunda? What, what, what well, guided you? We made the, this particular show about the preserving part. Okay. I mean, I paint other things. I've painted out in Glacier National Park, and then I just did a trip to Maine and painted lighthouses. But this was about Lehigh Valley and the history and the fading history. So that's kind of most of the paintings are related to that in some way. Some of the photographs are more, uh, I have a couple ballet portraits and things like that in there too. Mm. There's about 40 pieces. Okay. So uh, it's a really lovely location for a, a gallery if anybody hasn't been there. It's just a nice setting and you kind of just keep walking around. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Setting it up, I kept walking in circles and saying, well, I've been here before. <laughs> it, it's, it's a nice little setup there. And. We were talking a little bit during the break. The Valley does know you so much from, you know, your work with so many what, festivals like Celtic Classic, Music Fest, as a commercial photographer, the ballet, this repertory, everyone in the Valley, just forever. But music yes. was actually the earlier passion. Yeah, this goes back to 1965. I joined a band called The Shillings. The Shillings had just put out a record that was uh, it hit top 10 here in the Valley. It was top 10 in Boston. Uh, certain other parts of the country, <gasps> regional. So we were just promoting that when I joined the band. We were doing TV shows in Boston, in Philadelphia, uh, maybe in New York. Okay. And we got a contract with Don Kirshner, who was president of RCA and had the monkeys at that time. And he had plans for us to do a couple things. One was to be the music bed for the Archie's cartoon mm-hmm. program, uh, Sugar Sugar, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, he had us uh, set up to do a movie with Olivia Newton-John in London called Tomorrow. The movie was made. After we signed these contracts, uh, we were all eligible for the draft. This was 1969. So they broke the contract because they couldn't assure that we would be available, oh. mostly because we were writing all our own material. Okay. So we were going to write original songs right. for all these projects. So that ended that band. Uh, unfortunately, and turned out none of us ever went to Vietnam uh. for various reasons. One was for school and injuries and other things. Uh. So from that band, I went into, that was a 60s sort of British invasion band called the Shillings. From there, I went into a fairly hardcore country band called the Super Cowboy with the lead singer from the Shillings, 
we wrote a couple tunes down in Nashville. We had a, a top 10 record in Nashville called Driving Me Out of My Mind that I wrote with Tom Ross. And then from that, I went into Dusty Rose, which uh, was a nice lineup of sort of Southern rock, Texas swing, which I really love. And mm-hmm. I, oh, I switched from drums on, in the shillings yeah. to piano in all these other bands. Okay. So from Dusty Rose, uh, we had a, a girl singer named Peggy Salvatore. Um, we did a lot of Bonnie Raitt and Linda Ronstadt material. From that band, I went into Stepping Out with Dave Fry, Jeff Byro. I think they're all DJs here. <laughs> um, Chris Jones, who we recently lost, unfortunately. So that band, Stepping Out, went on through almost to root to 1980. And then I switched back to drums and got in a band called Ticket, which was a 60s band. So it's like going back to our, my original okay. stuff. That band was around for three or four years. And then I met my wife at one of our gigs, who now we're married almost 40 years, Donna Wilson. And now every year we do a reunion gig with Stepping Out and Dave Fry at Godfrey Daniels the day after Thanksgiving. I think we've done six years in a row now. And it's usually a sellout. There's enough people still alive that remember the band and a few new people that mm-hmm. that enjoy it. And that's a lot of Texas swing and pretty eclectic mix of material. Okay. So I'm still in that, and I'm now writing new songs. I have currently a song on Spotify that just hit 23,000 plays. Really? That I wrote called Canterbury Row. You can also find it on YouTube. Okay. And then I'm doing another project with uh, David Fulweiler called Evolution 9, and I have three new songs on that channel on Spotify. So I'm still very much into music. That's interesting because one of the things that, from my perspective, being in the performing arts world, and I know it's been noted before, one of the lovely things about working with you as a photographer is that you always have such a great sense of what the performers need of not kind of interrupt like it's like it's easy to forget you're there in the loveliest way but mm. now that makes sense you have you also have that inside sense of exactly right of what it is yeah and i was even asked to play drosselmeyer one year in the nutcracker because <laughs> i did a couple magic tricks for the <laughs> the uh, dance coordinator and she said you should be drosselmeyer i said well then i can't shoot your show so, uh, that didn't happen but so that's where we are now that's interesting and so the music, does, I don't know if this is a reach. The music coming first, music's importance in your life. Is there a connection between that and the, the need to create visually? I mean, does it feel part and parcel to you? Or I think anything to prevent having a real job <laughs> kind of works. Um, I worked for Musselman Advertising for five years with Jim Musselman and Bertie and Jamie. Okay. Um, and I got exposed to a lot of different things. I shot pretty much everything for them for five years. All the different, well, some, the beginning of Music Fest and Mayfair, they had a lot to do with yeah. creating those festivals. So then I went out on my own, opened an, another studio. I had a first studio on right off Center Square, which is now PPL Center. And one night I was sitting and having dinner in my apartment and I heard California Dreaming coming from my front window and I look out there was a bandstand there and it was the mamas and papas singing live (laughs) it was I guess a downtown festival that I I hadn't noticed or whatever and uh, right in front of my my apartment is uh, uh, mamas and the papas but you have a studio now uh, by Dance Camera right next to Dance Camera I've been there almost 30 years now okay all right it's a great little studio and 
easy access to everything. It's kind right. of behind the tin toy works. Right. But it's yes. easy to get out on 22 and downtown and everywhere pretty quickly. So I really like that that spot. And the initial work with muscle men, et cetera, how because I'm really struck by your portraiture. I, I've seen some of the work with the dancers and such. kind of blurs those lines between what we might think of as strictly a photograph portrait yeah, those in are that the, painterly sense. Yeah, those are called paintographs, okay, which I, right. is a name I came yeah. up with because it is a blend of both. Yeah. And uh, I wanted the finished product to look classical. Okay. All so right. um, I think that that made it happen and that's again where the painting started all right and miniatures i see some of you work in miniatures a bit now too or was that always is that more challenging less challenging it's a different it's a different mindset uh-huh. um you have to think in a different way and um i do enjoy them as, mm-hmm. a, as a change of pace mm-hmm. they're mostly five by seven so okay. they're not super tiny uh-huh. it's not like single strand brushwork but it's uh it's a different way and i can do those fairly quickly mm-hmm. and um I have quite a few now collected, so anybody wants one? <laughs> <laughs> so the studio is out by Dance Camera City here in town, but um, is there a gallery area devoted to the painting work? Well, I've cut back a little bit on the photography. I'm doing okay. a lot of architecture now in New okay. Jersey and New York. Some big architects and builders uh, that do all the big banks in the city. They like to buy up these old buildings and, and redo them, but keeping a lot of the original architecture. Right. So once they finish building or redoing one of these buildings, I go in and photograph it, like right before they open okay. to the public. And um, that's been a nice project for me. So I've turned the studio front office pretty much into a gallery. I just did an open house two weeks ago. And that was a fundraiser, wasn't it? Well, I, I lowered the Pardon. price of all my paintings to $100 because I still have 700 paintings. And I wanted to sell as many as I could and we give half the money to St. Jude's Cancer Research. So that was the purpose of doing that. That'll be probably a one-time reduction of price. But, sure, um, yeah. I just wanted to bring people in and, and try to get some quick money to, to donate for, for right. Christmas. Right. So, oh, that's lovely. Yeah. And so folks can find out more. You've got hubwilson.com. Right. And that's with two L's, I might point out. Just for the L of it. Just for the L of it. Yes. Um, as well as a Facebook presence, et cetera, et cetera. Instagram. Instagram, yeah. okay. And I tend to post a painting almost every day of whatever okay. I was working on that day or night just to get it out there and hopefully people enjoy seeing them. And I'd encourage folks to look at the website, hubwilson.com. One of the things... Um, I had told Hub that I particularly enjoyed, there's a, it says, welcome to my gallery, I believe. You go into a, welcome to the gallery, and there's a bit of a slideshow of, of working outdoors, working plain air, with the painting on on a piece on the frame, next to the landscape, or contiguous to the landscape you're painting. And it's just lovely to see what's different and what's the same, the shift, the sense of light. Yeah, and the, the light can change in, in three, four hours. It can be completely different from when you start to when you yeah. finish. So you either paint into the future, knowing where everything's going to end up, mm. or you paint whatever you started with, and then if it changes, you just ignore that. <laughs> right. You don't have, right. I mean, in four hours, it's a whole different world. Huh. Uh, and even the weather can change in that time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's tricky. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing this time with us. I really would encourage our listeners, again, preserving Lehigh Valley in art. Hub Wilson's Paintings and Photography at the Bethlehem Town Hall Rotunda Gallery in Bethlehem, running January 8th to February 13th. 
congratulations again. This is a what sounds like a wonderful, wonderful project. I'm very excited. It's my my first real show, so please come out and see it. It's time. And thank you, listeners, for joining me again here in the Art Salon. You can find past episodes of Lehigh Valley Art Salon and our other public affairs programming at WDIY.org, on the WDIY phone app, and major podcast platforms. I'm Kate Scuffle. This is WDIY 88.1 FM, and I look forward to joining you again soon here on the Lehigh Valley Art Salon. <laughs>